You are listening to today's Modern Worship here in Brevard County, 91.5 FM, WMIE. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. Mm -hmm. God is doing again awesome things. My job here, my assignment is to remind us and keep the main thing, the main thing. What's the main thing? God is doing awesome things. What's the main thing? This is the day the Lord has made. And we will what? Rejoice and be glad in it. That's the main thing. We need to keep the main thing. What? The, the main, main thing. thing. <laughs> yes. Our choices determine what we become. So we were looking at the life of Mary and Joseph on Monday and Tuesday. And today we're going to be in Luke chapter 1, verses 73 to 75. This is prophesied by Zacharias. The oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. So there was a fulfillment. Jesus was a fulfillment of the word. He was a fulfillment of the oath which had been spoken many, many, many generations before, way back in the beginning, to Father Abraham to grant us that we, so we, all of us, we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies. We have to believe that this morning. You have been delivered from the hand of your enemies. We have been delivered from the hand of our enemies. So we might serve God now without fear, knowing that there is nothing that the enemy can do to us. When we are with God, when we are serving God, we are without fear. There's nothing to worry about. And Pastor was just giving an example during the break when he was young and how some, you know, as kids do, sometimes they don't want to move freely through the house. They're afraid to go into the next room or they're afraid to go upstairs. They're afraid to go downstairs. But he said his mom always said, boy, go to your room. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here. There's nothing that's coming through me. And there's no distance where I'll be where I won't be able to hear you if you need me. Yeah. She says, what are you talking about? I'm here. Go to your room. Same with God. There's no distance that he will not be able to hear us. And there's nothing coming in that's not going through him. He's right there. Yeah. Ooh, all powerful is that. Mm-hmm. You got to go through him. No enemy can destroy you when God is on your, your side. side. That's, why Je- so that's why Jesus, God says, fear not. not. <laughs> Don't be afraid. It didn't say fear isn't there. So we're not going to be, pre- be a pretender that there is no such thing like fear. Fear is there, and it's real. That's why he talk about it all the time. The Bible mentioned fear all the time. But each time he said, what? Fear, fear not. not. 
Our choices determine what we become. Yes. So if we choose to give in to fear, then we're going to be fearful Full. and we're going to be cowering yeah. from our position of purpose. <laughs> yes. So we have to make a decision not to fear, yes. to know that we've been delivered from the hand of our enemies. Yes. And we are well able to serve God yes. without fear. Because yes. a lot of times they think, well, if I'm going to serve God, then I'm going to miss out on this, or I'm going to be broke, or this, or whatever the enemy puts in, in our mind, whatever kind of disturbance he puts in our mind, so that we're not sold out fully serving God with our gifting, with our talents, with our time, with our money, yes. and such. But we have to know that we've been delivered from the hand of our enemy. How did this deliverance take place? Through Jesus Christ. Christ. There yes. was an oath that was sworn through Abraham. Jesus was a fulfillment of that which was spoken long before. And the time has already come where Jesus, he went to the cross once and for all, for all sin, so that now there's nothing that separates us from God. There's no more veil. There's no more curtain. There's no more separation from the most holy of holies and the regular common people. There is no separation. And when you go into the Old Testament and you look in Exodus and it talks about the fine detail that went into making this curtain, the separation, the expense that went into it. They had all the finest um, things interwoven in it, the finest materials and such. And there was an elaborate pattern for it. There were craftsmen, people who were well-crafted in being able to weave and to sew and such, and they make this beautiful curtain. They have all this expense in everything, all this investment in this curtain. But when Jesus goes then to the cross, it says that it's rendered, that it's ripped from the top to the bottom. So now there's no separation. A lot of times we invest a lot in things that separate us from God, just like they invested in that curtain. They invested their time. They invested their talent. They invested their resource in things that was separating them from God. But when we have this revelation that Jesus died on the cross and there is nothing that can separate us from God, that he is the main thing. He is the fulfillment of That's the right. word. We have been delivered from the hand of our enemies so we could serve God now without fear. We could cast it away. Okay, I, I might have invested a lot in it. I might I might have put a lot of time in the kingdom of darkness. I might have put a lot of resources in doing things the wrong way. But now without fear, I could cast those things aside and I could serve the true and living God, believing that he could advance me far above any other system that I work for, far above yes. any other system of which um, I, people, you know, we get entangled in, you know, different dark systems and yes, dark ways yeah. and stuff. Yes, yes. So we, God could see, he could surpass us. A lot of times people don't want to leave one thing, but they know, might know it's wrong. Like maybe it's a job, a high position at a job, and they know that the company, you know, maybe not doing right and such, but they don't feel like they could leave. But yes. know this, you can separate yourself from that and God could take you further. Yes. Sure. Once you trust God, once you and I start to believe God, believe what God says, believe that God always back up his word, what he says. When God says something, he backs it up. You and I just need to make sure it's God who is speaking. And how does God speak? By his word. word. So when I do the word of God, I have 100% confident that God will back that word up. So I don't need to be afraid. The word works.
Fear not. The word of God works. You can do it. When you do it, you'll advance in life. Advancement starts by doing the word of God. See, Mary has to put away fear. The angel tell Mary, fear not. <laughs> because you have, God find what? Favor with you. And this message will make anyone be afraid. That's Luke chapter 1, verse 30. Then yeah. the angel said to her, yeah. do not be yeah, afraid, afraid, Mary, yeah. for you have found favor R with God. God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth the son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great yes. and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of, of his father David. <laughs> and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be, be no, no end. end. Then Mary said to the angel, yeah. how can this be yeah. since I do not know a man? Yes. See, so you, uh, getting message like those from God will make you be afraid, will bring fear up in you. And God knows that. So he tells, it's, uh, the angel says, first of all, don't be afraid. <laughs> don't worry here because God has chosen you. You have favor. You, you have the favor of God up in you. So now don't be afraid. Now, she has to believe it. <laughs> and if we look at the form of the verb of she says, she says, how can this be? be. If something be, then it already is. is. So she received it when it was spoken. How can this be? She didn't say, how is this going to happen? happen. She said, how can this be? Explain it. She received <laughs> yeah. it. How can this be? be? This is what it has happened. How can this be? be? She didn't say, oh, how is this going to happen? Let me map it out. Well, now what? No. Yeah. She said, how can this be? So she responded to the word. She had the, the fear. The angel tells her, do not be afraid. afraid. You have found favor yes. with God. This opportunity has come upon you because you have found favor with God. It's being fulfilled, that which was spoken ahead of time. So she said, okay, how can this be yeah. since I don't know a man? man. So she received it in the spirit. There's still things to figure out in the natural, natural, but she has fully received it in the spirit. Verse 35, and the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son, Son of, God. of God. So now he gives her a tangible contact point in verse 36. He says, now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. This is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. So she believed, and in her belief now, she was given a tangible contact point of faith. She has no other way of knowing that Elizabeth is six months pregnant, her cousin, who was previously called barren. It was yes. said to be impossible. She was older in age. She was one of the women in the Bible named that was named barren. And there's only, uh, when I had studied it out in the past, there's six women in the Bible that it specifically calls them barren. And every one of those, once their womb was open, gave birth to some of the giants of faith in the Bible. Samson's mother was barren. Jacob and Esau's mother was barren. Joseph's mother was called barren. John the Baptist's mother was Elizabeth, was called barren. Samuel's mother was called barren. 
they were called barren, barren, years, finger pointing. You ain't never going to be able to conceive. You're never going to be able to bring forth. But all the time, they had the seed within them of that giant that was coming into the earth at that specific time that was sent. So she had, they didn't have social media. There was no Snapchat. There was no way for her to know that Elizabeth was pregnant, except that it was revealed to her by this same angel that's telling her her situation. So when she goes to see Elizabeth, it's confirmed. She is pregnant. She yes. is six months pregnant. So she see now, okay, it was true. This part was true. This yes. part of the word was true. This is my proof. Yes. This part of the word is true. So if this part's true, then guess what? My part is true. True. <laughs> every, yeah. Every, every part of it is what? True. true. The word of God is true. So we have, it has to be our declaration. The word of God is true, and it is true, true unto me. me. It's not just true unto Elizabeth. It's true unto me, Mary. It's true unto each and every one of us. The word of God is true, and it is true unto us. That's why I got to celebrate in other people's breakthrough and other people's testimonies because we know that we're next. We know that we have a part in it because we're serving the same God. We're believing the same God. Verse 37, he tells her, for with God, nothing will be impossible. For with God, nothing, nothing will be impossible. In verse 38, then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So let that be your confession today. The word that has been spoken over your life, let it be unto me according to your word. Let it be unto me. Let the word of God be unto me according to his word. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. You've got to come check us out by the end of the year. If you've been saying you're going to come and you haven't come yet, this is your Sunday, 10 a.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in the city of Coco. Thank you for count. tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Bart's home for the very best in contemporary Christian music. 91.5 FM, WMIE. It's time to let the light in, let the light in. What's so Hello, everyone, and welcome to Turn the Light On with Pastor Kevin Radlin in Cherish of Brands. Turn the Light On is a topical study of the Bible and how these topics apply to everyday life for each one of us. So join us today as we look